0: Basement to your ears. This is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Each week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet to file recommendations, produce reports, and survive on water that drips from the boiler pipe in the back room into our open mouths as we sleep on a bed of dot matrix printer paper. One day, maybe, we'll escape from the subterranean hell that is this basement, but until that day comes, this city is not going to improve itself. So, here we stay improving things. This meeting is now in session.
1: hello oh, greetings. happy meeting day to you. Oh, ha-
0: happy meeting day to you too sir.
1: Uh, we have much meeting to do today.
0: Much much meeting uh, let's uh, yes. sh- should we, should we knock knock our attendance out of the way?
1: Yes, let's cross that off our to-do list.
0: Right, okay. You are, you know what? It's been years. I see you every day. Pretty sure your name is like Pill, Pal? Close. 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 Yeah. Come no, on. Um. You can do it. Pool. Oh. Like Deadpool.
1: You're running out of vowel sounds.
0: Oh, okay. It's right. No, it's, it's pearl Parl Parle machine.
1: Yeah, that's me. Paul Desheen. Pearl.
0: <laughs> Almost rhymes with Earl, but it's not. It's Pearl. Okay. Anywho, uh, so you're here. That's good. Yep. And uh I'm uh uh I wanna say Adrian. You could
1: it's that's also close.
0: Uh, maybe maybe Nathan.
1: It rhymes with rhymes with Baden.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I'm Dayden. So it's Pearl yeah. and Dayden yeah. at the Queen City Improvement
1: Bureau. That's us. So, um, we actually have a guest today. Whoa.
0: whoa, Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: There's apparently.
0: I'm a little flustered, but I, and I think you'll, it's something about the guest presence is flustering me. I feel, I feel like I'm in the presence of like nobility or something. We
1: are. We are. Uh, big things have been happening in, uh, the neighboring territory to the queen city. And, uh, we have, well, please introduce yourself, sir, to our listeners.
2: Hello, gentlemen. I, of course, am Duke Reginald Moose Baton IV. O M J E, the Duke of Moose Jaw. And we are currently under invasion.
0: Uh-oh. Uh
1: invasion. oh. Invasion?
0: Yes. Is it, is, it,
1: is it the Queen City? Have we invaded you? No one informed us.
2: We were invaded by a queen, but I do not know if she is affiliated with your fine city. I was going to the superstore. When I realized that my city was under attack, a perfidious attack! An act of war I've been declared by a so-called Queen of Canada.
0: Oh Queen Elizabeth II is here?
2: No! Apparently, while I've been doing my dukely duties, there's a second queen, Romana de Dulio! <laughs> and she has invaded the city of Mostja! They just set up encampment on my land, parking there. Their recreational vehicles and not even paying the traditional Javian tribute of a take ten and some smokes.
0: <laughs> oh my god. This is, this, this, this is disturbing. This is, a, this is an
1: outrage is what it is.
2: I know. I was so flabbergasted. I was going to rap on the door and demand an apology. But unfortunately, I did not have my war sash on and I couldn't find it. And by the time I got home into my nuclear estate, I was very tired, and the Duchess had told me not to leave the house anymore, and that I wasn't allowed to declare any more wars, as we're currently still in violent clashes with the people of Esterhazy. You
0: know, I, I think, I think I, I've heard that Esterhazy actually is uh, prepared for a long siege, but that's a different topic. Uh, so, so Romana Dubalub is, uh, is currently in Musja, or or has she already decamped?
2: I believe she has since fled. After wisely seeing our banners and declarations of war, but still she may arise again. And I don't want to cause a constitutional crisis. But I'm starting to wonder about her credentials as Queen of Canada.
1: Why? Why would you? Why would you question her?
2: Well, so the other week, uh, I was at one of our normal, you know, housekeep parties with the Sultan of Mortlach. And this guy, Randy, we sort of know, and then all of their various partners. And we realize that none of us have ever heard of the Queen of Canada. We don't know this Romana de Duliolio or who she is. As well, I've scoured all the Googles, and I cannot find any legitimacy of her claim to the throne.
0: And we all know that the one legitimate claim to, like, being the Queen of Canada is that you go down to to the Rideau and you pull the beaver from the dam. And, and then you are officially the queen. Exactly. And I don't know if Romana Dubaloob has done this.
2: And I cannot find any documents or treaties or anywhere. Like my Dookie, the Dookie of Moose Jaw, I was granted one actually in a game of chance, uh, the Dookie and the lands of Moose Jaw, in a game of chance from a Cree man in 1998 while on a lot of shrooms. <laughs> this Wendy's napkin is my treaty. That says that I am the landowner and bearer of all the lands of Moose Jaw. Later, we even ratified it in a treaty. And it's ratified every year when my beloved Duchess goes to his house for a weekend with a take ten and doesn't come back for a while. And I assume they're praying. That's what she tells me they do. Well, I,
0: I, certainly, I certainly think you, you ended up with a lot of dookie.
2: Precisely. It is a perfidious act of war, I tell you, gentlemen. I don't know when she will return. Or how prepared we are! Uh, not...
1: do you, do you, did she have any supporters with her? Any, like, retainers or minions uh, in her entourage?
2: Yes, the war camp seemed to be full of the little devils in their obscenely, gaudily, branded trucks. I was like, attempting to shake her out of her vehicle for an entourage, but she was too fair, afraid of my manly presence to leave the RV.
1: So you, you actually shook her RV?
2: Well, I shook the door! Most vigorously, I decided that even though I did not have my sash of war on, I still had my sash of duty on. And so I should at least make some effort to defend the realm. Right. And I rapped on it very, very diligently with the shillelagh I keep in my car for these exact reasons.
1: Does Romana Dedulio, Romana Dedulio, did she... Did she, uh, like, leave any kind of declaration or any sort of indication of what it was that she was hoping to accomplish in Musjah?
2: Unfortunately not. Her motives are elusive as ever. She just comes in the night, appearing out of nowhere.
1: And tries to like take a- your dookie.
2: Yes, exactly. She's trying to invade us, and I don't know when it'll be next. I haven't even heard from the Sultan of Mordlach in days. Mordlach may have fallen. They may be the first Jenga piece. That causes the tower to fall.
1: This is, this, this is very terrifying. Uh, do you know if she was like heading towards uh, the Queen City at all?
2: That I'm not certain. After I rapped on her door with my shillelagh for a while and then went home and got tired and had a nap, I woke up and they were gone, scattered to Ooh. the winds like the perfidious bandits they are.
1: Um, the other thing that's kind of disturbing me here is like, what is the Duke of Moose Jaw doing getting his own groceries? Don't you have retainers for that?
2: Well, normally, of course, we would have a whole staff of mighty retainers. But, of course, it was the third weekend, and thus, they were away. And as well, sometimes when a man just needs to go out and get his own barbecue chips, walk amongst the commoners. Right. Plus, occasionally, people even have questions of their duke. Everyone's... Yes, ever? every yes, every so often. The people will ask me important questions like When is the next invasion to be happened? When did Moose Jaw get a Duke? What are you doing with my husband?
0: <laughs> is there is there a special like toque that you wear? Is there like a, a ducal toque? Just well, out of curiosity.
2: The ducal toque is of course a uh, topic of much discussion. We're currently trying to ratify it, but of course it seems that Moose Jaw City Council is Just as, um, shall we say, wrapped up and occasionally unproductive as that of the Queen City.
1: Oh, dear. So uh, have they been considering it for a long time, the Ducal Duke, Or has it not made it even onto an agenda yet?
2: The problem is is that we're just trying to find the right design uh we have a few strong contenders uh in the meantime i've just been using uh this uh this kind of this uh, this nice pink number that i got at the delightful rainbow retro
1: Ooh, nice it's very nice so have you considered something involving a moose motif
2: well we're trying to figure out if we want uh the antlers to be printed on if we're going to stick the antlers on uh of course, uh, the current winner is uh, sort of an overbloated monstrosity. It has antlers affixed, and then we have little snowbirds dangling from all of them.
1: Right. Mm.
2: Yes, every once in a while, one of the snowbirds falls off. It's how we keep the realism.
1: Right. <laughs> you, you don't want to run the risk of being outdone by Norway again. So you go big or go home, is what I say with dukes, ducal dukes
2: precisely and after we'd already won the moose war we have to make sure we get this one right
1: the toque war.
2: exactly what if some faraway fiefdom in quebec was to have a bigger toque than us it might be the moose war all over again many <laughs> people died raising the height of Mac the moose
0: what if what if romana Diddleo tried to like steal the ducal toque in the dead of night
2: it would be a shocking heist we shall have to redouble security we might even have to buy three more royal cats who protect the, uh, the toque at all times. <laughs> or at least they protect the box that the toque will eventually go in uh-huh. once we've settled on what the final design slash concept of the toque will be. So mostly the, uh, the ducal cats just kind of mostly sleep there. Oh, fair enough.
1: Right. <clears throat> uh, do, did Queen Romana, did she have like a, uh, a monarchial toque that you got to see at all?
2: No! No fancy headwear or headdressing at all! Not even a crown! Not even a sash! How are you supposed to know someone is a royalty unless they have some sort of resplendent sash?
0: You know, every time I've seen Romana Didulo, like her her royal her royal attire appears to be limited to a vest, like a sort of a little like fleece vest, a pair of jeans, and I don't want to sort of stir anything up here. A toque. <gasps> No. It's, it's true.
2: Scandal! <laughs> she's trying to claim my identity. How <laughs> soon will it be until she's wearing my face? They're
0: probably not long. But uh, probably when she comes back around. She's probably headed to Ottawa. When she comes back, she'll stop and try and pick up your face.
2: Yes, I can see it now. First, she worms her way in, encamps, and consoles herself within the safety of the neutral zone. Of the superstore parking lot. Next thing I know, she's wearing me like a damn tauntaun, <laughs> professing professing sweet nothings to my duchess.
0: I think I think we see I think we see endgame.
2: This is how she takes over. <laughs> Perhaps she might be wearing the real queen white now.
0: Oof,
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Oh my god, that's so gross.
2: I know. I... It's a horrifying thought. We shall have to convene a meeting of the Moose Jaw Watch at once. Uh,
1: um, well, d- tell me about this Moose Jaw Watch. We don't, we don't have, like, a Queen City Watch. Like, is it a lot of people? Like, ooh, ooh, I didn't know you guys had this.
2: Yes, it's a collection of some of the finest townspeople of Moose Jaw. There's, uh, well, it's mostly, there's mostly five of us. Um, you know, we tend to meet at the cafe in the, uh, the truck stop over by the Esso. Lovely place. We have a little booth set up we'll have coffee that'll be where we convene the royal meetings from 5 until 5
1: and are they the ones who are conducting the siege on esterhazy or is that, do you have like an army for that
2: ah uh, well we do have the uh, moose jaw grenadiers it's uh they're just some of the some of the most vicious 12 year olds we ever know
0: <laughs> very nice and the wa- and i hear the Waccamaw regulars are also a force to be reckoned with
2: yes uh they have just returned from their uh victorious campaigns uh over in the far hills
0: uh,
1: uh, Sorry, there
2: go oh just uh although unfortunately uh it was uh it was a long but bloody affair so currently they're just the uh regular until ah. we get at least one more of them and then they'll be back to being the regulars oh good good good
0: good, good. good.
1: that's good to know so we're on 91.3 fm cjtr uh, this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and we're speaking with Duke Reginald Moose Batten IV about a recent attempted uh, invasion of Moose Jaw by the Queen of Canada, Ramona de Uh So, Duke Reginald, there's it, it, as a as a monarchical personage, a, as, as a member of the Canadian aristocracy, a peer uh, of the realm, sir. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's so many things going on in Canada. I was hoping that we could like, just ask you a few quick questions, get your, get your, uh, sort of Ducal perspective on them. Uh, do you have any like words, uh, to share with the country about say Matea Roach and her, uh, her, her amazing performance on Jeopardy.
2: Yes. I can honestly say that it brought many a tear to my face. And the face of my beloved duchess. Her performance ever inspires us to seek out knowledge wherever one may find it. Say in ancient texts or even at the reverse side of your snapple lid.
1: And uh, what about the sports? Do you any, any thoughts on how the sports are going this year?
2: Yes, we presume there will be much sports. Our warriors are set to demolish the world of hockey i I predict and I have, uh, I've got a tenor on it right now that they will win the Stanley Cup they will cross divisions seeking hockey glory and finally bringing it back to the north of the 49th to our beloved Canada
0: oh, yes. I predict I predict that the Warriors will actually meet the riders at the Stanley Cup in pitched battle, playing, playing a game of football on the ice <gasps> for a complete Dissolu- ecstatic dissolution of all boundaries of sports.
2: Yes! Bards will sing of it for ages. Children <laughs> will be named after their heroic combatants.
0: Wait, the bards, even like the multiclassing bards will sing of it for ages? I'm impressed. Precisely. Wow. And, uh, is there any is there any news
1: in the world of film that you'd like to uh, you'd like to weigh in on? Like where, where do you stand on all this multiversal shenanigans that's been going on in film these days?
0: Mhm.
2: Well, even though, of course, I must admit that even though I'm a man of highly refined tastes, I do enjoy a trip to the cinemas now and then. Now, of course, as we all know, uh, the world has been in a very dark place um, since every year we, uh, we gather around the site of Mac the Moose, uh, where we sacrifice one of the many fine cows from our local feedlot, praying that the gods will bless us. With the third and final iteration of Wolf Cop to round out the trilogy. And even though every year our prayers go unanswered, we do hope that even though the nefarious party of Saskatchewan has drowned our film industry in its, in its tub, that one day a Wolf Cop will rise, complete the trilogy, and return honor and art to Moose Jaw.
1: Uh, that would be I can fantastic. See it yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Uh, I guess like the last thing that I wanted to know is uh a big controversy that's just you know happening in the last like few a hour- uh, few days Elon Musk buying Twitter. Will you be uh will you be using your ducal powers to intervene in any way
2: on this? Well, we have attempted to uh, many times to uh sabotage this merger. But unfortunately, Moose Jaw, being the middle power that it is hasn't seemed to have much success and it seems that there is a, uh, the ever disturbing likelihood that once again, we will again have a pooping section in the public pool of discourse.
1: Here you may be right, Duke. Well,
0: free pooping is an inviolable right. It's, it's
1: almost like, like Elon say- Musk is trying to establish his own Dukie on social media.
2: I know. It's trying to filthily buy its way into it instead of <laughs> winning it the right way. Say in a game of chance with a Cree man.
1: Uh, thank you so much. For uh, for joining us today to to talk about this, uh, do you, do you have a message that you want to pass on to uh, to Queen Ramona Doodle?
2: Yes, Queen Ramona Doodle. What when you have transgressed on the lands of Moosejaw without even paying tribute, without seeking the proper permits, and most dangerously of all, for attempting to spread pl- pro plague messaging amongst the easily confused masses? I say that eventually. There must be a reckoning. There must be battle. And dare I say it, that should you sully the field's moose jaw again, I have no choice but to challenge you to the traditional duel of shotguns at dawn. Well,
1: strong words, strong words from the Duke.
0: But stirring and words to live by,
2: I think. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I hope that Queen Didulio, uh heeds your warnings and, and stays away. Um, all right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, at this point, though, in our show, I hope you can stick just for this. Uh, we do uh, innovative revenue tools.
2: <gasps> Splendid. I love innovations and I enjoy revenue.
1: Ooh. We're experts at these. Uh, so innovative revenue tools are where we consider innovative ways for the city of Regina, the Queen City, to uh, boost its revenue without, you know, necessarily having to raise property taxes. And I do have one today related to uh, Duke Reginald Mo- uh, Moosebotton, Patton's, sorry for mispronouncing your name, uh, to his, uh, his concerns. We are the Queen City and kind of have like the market cornered on, on queenliness in Western Canada. And yet here we have Ramona Dudulio going around claiming to be the Queen of Canada, which, you know, fair if she wants to do that. But I think that it would, um, it would behoove her if we required her to pay a tax to be able to call herself the queen, especially if she's passing through the queen city, that uh, we would be able to collect a little bit of uh, a little bit of that. uh, You know, that, that, that queenly cash, some of her, some of her, some of her booty as it were.
2: Yes. That is a wonderful idea. After all, why should you not collect royalties, get those as the kids say, fat stacks.
0: Although mm-hmm. I'm, I'm worried that she would just try and throw her dookie at it.
2: Possibly. Now I do not know how fat her stacks are, or indeed if stacks are still fat. Hold on. I shall consult the youths. You there, boy, are stacks still fat? That's rude. Get off my dookie alone. Well, I do not know if stacks are still fat, but I can tell you that the youth are doomed as ever.
1: Well, thank you very much for that. And, yes. uh, Yes. And, and thank you. Thank you for joining us. But uh, with that, we will have to move on to our recorded Innovative Revenue Tools.
2: Excellent. I am off to retire to the moose bunker to think, to reflect, to meditate and to do moose things.
1: The Queen City Improvement Bureau would like to acknowledge the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District for their support of our show. The Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District. Improving the district where there are warehouses in Regina. And we're back from Innovative Revenue
0: Tools. We are. Those were, those were some pretty good revenue tools that we heard.
1: They were. They were very good. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with them. I'm happy.
0: I mean, none of them proposed taxing the Queen, uh, even at risk of, of, of her dookie. But still... Still in Hall. That was not bad.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they didn't, though. Because, I mean, if people start to come up with ideas like that, they won't need us anymore.
0: You know, you've got that right. You know, it occurred to me there right. is a place that, uh, that generates revenue and is deserving of anybody's revenue who wanders into its domain.
1: Is it the arcade? No. Oh. It's
0: which arcade are we talking about?
1: Any arcade.
0: Oh, oh any arcade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant a specific arcade. No, any arcade. That that's arcades are where dreams are born. So yeah, really are spend your money there. Um, Plug, plug a quarter into your local PAC Man. is, is, is how I was raised. But anyway, Um, no, I was, I was going to say the, uh, the warehouse district deserves your revenue.
1: You know, that's true because they're, uh, they're they're a fine organization. Yeah. Warehouse business improvement district.
0: That's it. And they, and they sponsor the queen city improvement bureau they uh they help us uh you know they, I mean they sponsor us mostly in prepackaged sandwiches uh and and cruel like messages uh that they throw through a window, uh, yeah you know but generally I mean we still appreciate them so
1: yeah uh, you know I I appreciate any you know mix of starch and protein that I can get in a day if for it sex. comes with if it comes with an insult that's just bonus
0: exactly that's uh that's food for the mind
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. We have
1: uh, a whole agenda here. Oh, nice. Great big one. Actually, it's not a huge one. Uh, a few weeks ago, I escaped the sub-basement, believe it or not. And uh, because uh, there, was, there were big things afoot in the real district. Uh, beyond just, you knew that, well, we had talked about this before, that Suma had their meeting there. But mm-hmm. a little bit before that... The, uh, the skate park, the indoor skate park opened up. They had their big grand opening event right. in a building in the real district. It's in the northwest corner. I can't remember the name of the building itself, actually. Uh, it was pretty darn exciting. So I got to go in there and I got to see it. It's a giant room, which I'm not used to, with high ceilings. Again, not used to that. Not extremely damp, unlike here.
0: Right. So kind of the opposite of here in every regard. So I bet you felt dry and slightly dizzy.
1: Very much so. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's kind of amazing. They share a building with, uh, with, with, with the pickleballers.
0: Oh, so they found a way to coexist peaceably.
1: They did. They did. Uh, the trick? A wall.
0: <laughs> you know, I know that something there is that doesn't love a wall, but hopefully they do.
1: Well, they, they should because they have no stray pickleballs getting into their skateboarding and no stray skateboarders getting into the pickleball.
0: <laughs> you got your skateboard in my pickleball. <laughs>
1: Anywho. <laughs> uh, although, if we were to merge the two, we could come up with a uniquely Queen City sport.
0: Oh, that whoa, yeah.
1: Could become really popular.
0: Pickleboard?
1: Yes, I love that. Wow.
0: I, I just, right now I'm just picturing... Off the top of my head, I'm picturing pickleball, but everybody's on skateboards. Mm-hmm. That's that's the first idea of the pop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you could, the whole game could be played on the half pipe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Instead of a regular court, you could have a half pipe court.
1: Yeah. We'll have to talk to the, the skateboarders and the pickleballers about mm-hmm. this. Because yeah. apparently the pickleball is so popular that even though they have a wall between them, the skateboarders can actually find the pickleball to be kind of loud. Really? Yeah. There's that many people. They have a the pickleball apparently has a gigantic space and it is packed with people playing pickleball. Wildly popular. All the stories are true. Packed
0: with pickleball. Hmm. Yes. Packed with people playing pickleball. Nice.
1: Yep. Yep. Meanwhile, the skate park is pretty darn exciting. Uh, They've only filled up about half of the space right now. They have a gigantic warehouse. Uh, They've got about half of it is packed with uh, all of the many accoutrements of, of skateboarding, which I do not know the names of. I know Halfpipe, and that is the extent of my skateboarding knowledge.
0: Uh, they also have skateboards there. Yes, and, that's a good point. Yeah, and skateboards have, like, uh, trucks and wheels and boards, and um, yeah, that, that's all I know.
1: There are also a lot of guys in heavy metal yep. T-shirts.
0: Right, of course.
1: Among them, Counselor Jason Mancinelli.
0: Ah, oh, well, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he showed up in a uh, not very councilary outfit. It was a it was jean jacket, jeans, and a heavy metal T-shirt. I was very, very impressed by the man. He's a fine representative of his ward uh, and of metal. So anyways, while I was there, I met uh, Improvement Vector and friend of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. David Chapa, who's among the people who was involved in uh, getting this this magnificent mm-hmm. skateboard park indoors in the real district, after skateboarders having no indoor home for many many years. So uh, I I did a little interview with him, and I thought I could play it for us right now. Sure.
3: Uh, can I get you to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, David Chappitos, Vice President of the Regina Skateboarding Coalition.
1: Hey, Dave, we've had you on the show several times. Um, so, uh, how do you feel today? With now that you're, you're
3: launching the park, it's it's great, super exciting. Yeah, it's a great day. Yeah. How much work went into like getting us to this point? Uh, over a decade, collaborative effort of about fifty plus people, I would say. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So, uh, like, what do you have planned in terms of, like, lessons, availability of the facility, like, going forward from
3: today? Uh, Regular hours during the week right now are 6 to 10, Monday to Friday. Saturday, it's open 1 to 5, 6 to 9. Uh, Sunday is a female-slash-queer-friendly-only session. And then uh, Sunday night is open for everyone 6 to 9 again. And then we plan on having skateboarding lessons, a bunch of different camps, and other programming throughout the summer
1: um and how much like skating have you been doing in here just in the lead up to today like do you guys like hang out here like
3: after hours after you're like doing your carpentry and just skate um you know what that is usually the plan but i was we'd all end up being too tired and roll around for two minutes and be like nah maybe tomorrow yeah yeah it was a lot of work building and yeah, yeah so it takes it out of you for sure
1: so, can you just kind of describe, like, we've got, uh, it, it seems like you've only got about a quarter or 20% of the space done, like, with ramps and
3: stuff? Yeah, this is this is phase one. There'll be two, phase two and phase three as well. And uh, a lot more ramps coming along with that as well. It's a huge space to fill. 15,000 square feet's amazing. So, like, yeah. we're so lucky to have the space from real, and yeah. the city to help. So, yeah. it'll take a couple phases to fill it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, like, really high in here. Like, you don't have to worry about hitting your head on the ceiling. No, not an issue. Not yeah. an issue. And we won't build anything quite that big yeah. that it becomes a factor either. Yeah. yeah. So have you been doing some of the carpentry yourself? Yeah. All our, all our workers are volunteer. Um, this is basically how I learned to do anything with tools over the years. Uh, Noel went from the Tiki Room designs everything and plans it all out and he's a great carpenter so we're so lucky to have him and then uh yeah he tells the rest of us where to put screws and uh yeah yeah, it all comes together do you have something you're planning to build that you're looking forward to um we have several things for sure yeah it's yeah cost of wood right now is pretty high so hopefully that comes down a bit for the next build and that's that's the biggest factor in how much we build in each phase is expense yeah if you're involved
0: in the broadcast.
1: what? Uh,
3: uh, where are you getting the money for the
1: construction? Like, where's the?
3: Uh... Um, Vans Canada, mostly through uh, different sponsors, fundraising. Yeah. Our GoFundMe, Vans Canada gave us a very generous donation. Uh, multinational did a promotional beer with us with uh, the Tiki Room, so we got a portion of that, and that was super cool. And yeah, a lot of community help and. Uh, company sponsors as well
1: Uh, where can people go to learn more about the skate park and to like pitch in
3: uh regina skateboarding.ca our instagram's regina skateboarding and uh, facebook's regina skateboarding coalition if you want to get involved and help just send us a message and yeah if there's a role for you or something you can do we're glad to have you
1: nice and uh what about like will you guys have like skateboard rentals here and stuff like that
3: yep we have uh currently we have just four completes for people to come and use at the moment we're just skateboards only so that's for you know kids show up with a scooter or bike and they were you know excited to hit it at least we have an option for them that they can still come roll around try skateboarding and uh we have rental helmets and uh yeah we'll have more boards in the future too awesome yeah okay thank you
1: thank you cheers that was david chapitos one of the people who got us an indoor skate park at the real district
0: cool yeah. No, I, I, uh, from, from previous, from previous meetings. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, it's, I just sorry, I just want to say I'm really, it's really good to like to hear that like these things are finally happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because that was, that was one of those heartbreaking moments when uh a facility that was being really well used, the original indoor skate park, uh, had to get torn down effectively to make way for the stadium. Mm-hmm. And, uh, And the building was old and in need of, like, it probably needed to be demolished. But uh, really, the catalyst was the stadium. And so it's nice that they finally found them a home. Uh, Just a note of, well, a sad thing is that if you check out the real district master plan, the site master plan that they have there, the building that Pickleball and Skateboard are in right now is itself slated to uh, be repurposed or demolished and rebuilt at some point over the next few years. So this is not a permanent home for skateboarding and pickleball, unfortunately. Uh, The word on the street, though, is that, uh, well, pickleball is not going anywhere. And it is, as I said, it's so popular that it's potentially louder and more populous than skateboarding. And uh skateboarding itself is incredibly popular and this this site is really needed. So um the city and real are, you know, they're committed to finding new homes for these two these two sports, hopefully together, because they seem to be working well together. And uh I think there's also volleyball in the building. So these are all these are all things that we need. So hopefully they'll either find a, a home in a renovated or a renovated or new building on the real campus, or we'll find some other place for them. But uh yeah, so it'll be there for several years. Uh no idea when exactly that building will uh will, you know, end up on the chop. But hmm. uh it is definitely in the site plan. It isn't it isn't uh, gonna be there forever, unfortunately. Well, so, so it goes. Yeah.
0: As, as long as as long as they they plan ahead to make sure that there's still a place for people to pickle and skate.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because um, it's going to be big playing pickleball yeah. on skateboards. It's going to be huge.
0: And, and I have to admit, right. I mean, it's taking long enough that I actually was starting to like use the term the old skating pickle for, instead of bait and switch. But I guess the, the bait has been switched on me. It has. Something. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, we are on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We are the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Talk about all things Queen City today.
0: Hey, um, I, had, I had a brief idea. Uh, sure. About uh, Lord or Duke uh, Mount Moosebatten. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the the, the plans that, that every so often pop up on uh, in our meetings uh, for the Queen City to finally get up off its duff and annex Moose Jaw Hmm. Do you think, think that would help? Uh, I think so. I think I think we need to present a more united front, and I think if we can secure the uh, you know the, the the get buy-in as it were from 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 the duke, uh, then we can uh, I think then we can make this happen.
1: Right, and then we could just make this a Queen de Julio free zone completely.
0: Exactly, and yeah, she'll she and her entourage will have to like drive around the, the area, right. which should encompass, you know, a, a a wall spanning the globe. So she can't actually go.
1: Yeah, this would be the first link. The the, the Queen to Moose corridor could be right. the first like the first sections of the wall against Queen De Great. Precisely. Yeah. Uh, I you know I'm stunned that that this that this this Queen of Canada thing is happening stuns me. <laughs> and that uh that so many people are taking it seriously, that you know it's starting to worry the Duke of Moose Jaw.
0: Hmm. Uh, imagine, so. imagine the Duke waking up one day and discovering that he's no longer like that. He's lost his title. Right. To to like the Queen of Canada would we'll be. Talking.
1: Yeah. Depressing. It's a sad, sad, dark times we live in. <laughs> True. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, other things coming up. At the Queen City, uh, we have the transit master plan he is finally moving into officialdom. We talked about the draft plan a mm-hmm. few months ago, but uh, that has finished up all of its uh, public consultation. They now have a proposal, like a completed plan in hand
3: mm-hmm. that
1: they are bringing to executive committee on April 27th. So that will have been April 27th when this actually broadcasts, but. Um, the so. One of the things that's really frustrating about these reports is that they're very long. And if you are, um, you know, if you have like things to do in a day, do you have time to add the reading of a city master plan into your day? I
0: don't think so. Uh, pfft, pfft, huh, as if. And let's say you
1: had a few spare hours in your day. Would you really want to spend it reading a master plan? Huh. Oh, God. As if. No, sir. Nobody wants to read this garbage. It's boring. It's long. And uh, it's probably going to get tabled. And even if it gets passed, it's just going to sit on a shelf somewhere. So um, as the Queen City Improvement Bureau, uh, we, we, underwent a, we, we initiated a project to save people the problem of having to read a master plan themselves that we would read it for them. Exactly. So that they didn't have to. So what we did is uh, I got together with a typical 11 year old kid and we sat down and we together read through the master plan and recorded our experience of reading this master plan together Ta-da. and yeah, and it, uh, it went about two hours that we, uh, that we recorded and I've broken it up into short little chunks, about between like four and eight minutes long and I'm posting them as a mini series is to our website, queencityib.com. And you can get to it in the memo section and you'll find a whole like list of uh, audio files uh, where we read through what's in the report and talk about. And I get like, I get an 11 year old's take on a transit master plan. And it's very enlightening and interesting.
0: I think, I think the wisdom of children will, will lead us through these dark times.
1: Well, I hope so um i thought i would play uh just a little bit of the introduction here because i've got that up on my phone, uh, computer right now let's hear it all right i'm paul shane from the queen to the improvement bureau and i'm here today with transit expert
3: i'm not a transit expert <laughs> sure you are <laughs> no i'm not I'm...
1: how many times have you been on the bus
3: i think you've been on the bus more than i have
1: well i've been on the bus more than you have but that's only because you're like how old like 11 11 yeah so, but how much, what percentage of your life have you been taking the bus? Most of it. Most of it, like 100% of your life you've been taking the bus.
3: Oh, yeah, I have.
1: Yeah, so that makes you a transit expert.
3: Okay, just... just and what's your name, sir? Dash.
1: Okay, Dash. So we are going to be dash doing... Dash
3: to Shane.
1: No relation. <laughs> so we are going to be doing a read-through of Regina's tran- proposed transit master plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. Shit. Sorry. You mean to do that? I was trying to hit stop share. All right. So those are the first couple minutes of our two hour monster read through of the transit master plan.
0: I think this sounds uh, I'm already I'm already hooked. Cool.
1: Yeah. No, it's really good. Uh, I was I was staggered that he could like maintain his uh, attention for the entire for the entire read through. But he did. Uh, It was a good Sunday. Uh, We also we talk about everything he talks about, his feelings about uh, the current transit system. Uh, You know, he he thinks it's kind of crap right now, uh, even though he is a frequent uh, transit user, but he would like to take transit more. We also talk about the Regina night bus. He didn't know about the Regina night bus. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Well, he uh, is
0: only 11. So, I mean, he's more. I mean, he's he's a day bus taker. He is. He is. Yeah.
1: So yeah, as those will be going up uh, over the next few days. So if you are if you want to get up to date, <clears throat> the Transit Master Plan will be going to Council uh, early May. And so if you want to get up to date on what's in it, you can go to our website, go to queencityib.com slash memos. You'll find all those files there and you'll be able to like just listen to the Transit Master Plan in the background instead of having read it yourself
0: no it would make uh I think what would encourage yeah. people to um, no. uh to read master plans oh sorry oh, I was gonna say what uh I think what would really encourage people to read things like transit master plans or community plans if uh, famous authors wrote them
1: oh like whom
0: like Stephen King
1: oh that's a really good idea
0: or or like Mercedes Lackey
1: Oh, there'd be so many horses in our transit master plan. Tran-
0: transit Riders of Pern. Just just think about it for a second.
1: That'd oh, Be amazing.
0: Or Jean M. All. I don't know how you pronounce her name, but, you know, we could do a, a, a clan of the cave bear.
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking uh, back to uh, Dragon Riders of Pern transit master plan. We have done nothing to prepare for Threadfall.
0: Oh, you're right.
1: So that might need its own plan itself a threadfall master plan.
0: You know I I I didn't really think this through as well as I thought I had thought it through when I thought of it 2 seconds.
1: Get on that because <laughs> just when you think the threadfall isn't going to happen as we've learned that's when thread starts falling.
0: Exactly. And that's when you want to be on on the transit yeah. riding riding it around. Yeah. Or, or something.
1: Yeah and hopefully you'll have had the foresight to be on transit that is a dragon that can burn the thread. Oh sorry
0: I uh, sorry I just have to say you you had you had more knowledge of uh, of the Pern uh sort of volumes than, than I anticipated when I first thought thought to say Mercedes lucky.
1: Dude, I read the <laughs> out of those books. <laughs> I loved those books. I read Yeah, they are good. I read the entire original trilogy and then uh, Moretta, Rider of Pern when it came out, oh, the wow. prequel. And then I read all the Harpers of Pern's novels. I I'm was a huge a, fan.
0: Well, I'm just like a couple. Of, I just read like from the original trilogy. Huh. Uh, I think that was about it for me.
1: No, sir. No, I loved those books. Anyways, I was going to say about the, the master plan itself. Uh, I don't hate it. It it, it actually looks okay. Um, assuming it gets past council, it gets implemented, uh it, there's a lot of good stuff in there it um the the, the pillars of it are changing the transit routes so there will be four main routes that run along high traffic roads and the goal will be to, that they will have high enough frequency on these main routes that during prime times 10 minutes between buses which if we have that that totally transforms our our transit system and 15 minutes between buses during the rest of the day. So uh, you will have no transit route, neither the main routes or this. I think there's going to be like eight local routes that will feed into the main routes. Uh, none of those routes are going to have like hour long waits between buses anymore. The maximum wait will be 45 minutes between buses. Hmm. Um There's also a plan to gradually electrify the fleet. So basically, whenever a bus needs to be retired, it will be replaced with an electric vehicle. That's supposed to start. That work is supposed to start next year that we're going to start getting electric buses. Um, The other thing is to make it easier to pay for uh, rides, because currently right now we have the R-Card system where you can either pay exact change on the bus you can have an R card, we have rides or a pass on it, and you can only get that card refilled at transit stations or Safeways. So it's very limited in how you can fill those up. So they're going to be exploring different technology to to be able to pay for rides. And another thing, this isn't like a pillar of the program, but another thing that people were asking for that we're going to see is free transit for youth and uh, assuming it passes. And the, the ask from the community was for free transit for youth 18 and under. Uh, the, the report recommends free transit for youth 12 and under, and then to explore, to start a process to look into free transit for teenagers as well. Uh, the hope there is that there will be funding coming from the provincial government or from the school board to cover the cost of high school students who take the bus. Right. But uh, we'll see. Uh, the The original ask from council was to explore, uh, you know, the full range of youth fair. So uh, maybe we'll see something uh, at the meeting on Wednesday, uh, asking administration to just like boost that. Beyond that, there's also talk of like making the shelters not suck so bad. And yeah. <laughs> uh, there'll be a change in the way that the buses are routed around downtown. So they're not all going to that one spot. On 11th Avenue, that there will be like different, four different transit nodes downtown. And, uh, yeah. So overall, I don't know. I'm not an expert on route planning. So I don't know if the, uh, if the routes that they have on the map in the report are optimal or the best for everybody because I can't, I'm not an expert on that. But there, there's lots of different colors and there's some dotted lines and some straight lines. And I just, I got, uh, mystified dazzled by all the uh, so that's all it took (laughs) but yeah That's the transit master plan. And hopefully it will be passing on Wednesday and then uh, the first council meeting in May, it will, uh, uh, counselors will be looking at it then. So if people want to like present something or talk about the transit master plan, uh, it'll be too late by the time you hear this to present an executive committee, but you can still, uh, speak at the council meeting. Just, uh, go to the city website, the city's website, regina.ca, and you'll find all the information on how to do that. Excellent. And with that, that's about it. We have a half.
0: Ooh. All right then. Yeah, uh, I should I should adjourn this meeting then.
1: I'll second that motion.
0: All right, meeting adjourned. You've been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on ninety one point three FM CJTR is Community Radio. Tuned into the community. Uh, we are broadcast uh, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Thursday evenings, and we broadcast from 4 p.m. on Monday afternoons. You can also find us uh, on cgtr.ca slash podcasts, and as well, uh, supplementary material available on com, and our Twitter account is queencityib for as long as Elon Musk will ask you. Coming up next, um, oh, yeah, of course, we want to thank uh, the uh, – Duke of Moosejaw I'll load back and forth uh, and uh, yeah that's us Paul DeSchen Nate Morgan Music Book Guidewire you know the usual thanks keep on improving